You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 155, Boost Your Brain Power. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Happy Nurses Week, my friends. I am excited to celebrate Nurses Week with you guys and to make this week extra special for you. I've got some fun stuff going over on my Instagram account. So this week, what we're doing over there is, well, last week, over the weekend, I collected some ideas from you guys of problems you really want help with. So the way I asked the question was I said, if you had a magic wand and you could solve any problem in your job to be happier, what problem would you solve? Like, what's the one problem you would solve? So I was collecting your guys' ideas, the things that you needed help with, and now... This week, every day, I'm going to be solving one of those problems. So we just kicked it off today. I'm recording this episode on Monday. And when we kicked it off, the first question and problem I'm solving is anxiety during report. So if you have anxiety during report, I'm going to help you out so you can feel more calm and collected at the beginning of your shift and start your shift off right and then enjoy it the rest of the time and be able to function smoothly during the rest of your shift. So that's the problem I worked on today. And each day this week, we're going to be doing the same thing, taking another problem and solving it. And so the way I'm solving the problem for you guys is I have created a video teaching and coaching on that subject. And it's a free video that you can grab. So over on my Instagram account, there's a post for each day of the week. It tells you what problem is being solved and then how to get the free video. So if you wanna participate, if you want some help solving these problems so you can be happier in your jobs, come over to Instagram. My Instagram handle is at thriving nurse. So come follow me on there, check out the posts and grab those free videos and happy nurses week. Thank you for all that you do. I love you guys. And I hope you feel proud of yourselves and the work that you're doing in the world. Another fun thing we've got going on is I'm gonna be hosting a free webinar for you nurse leaders and educators. So that's coming up and if you want to participate in that, make sure you grab your free spot for that. So this webinar is called Three Roadblocks to Nurse Happiness. So I'm gonna help you identify what's keeping your nurses stuck and stressed out and unhappy. I'm gonna help you understand what those roadblocks are And then the most important part is we're going to talk about what to do about that. So to come join me for this webinar and help your nurses be less stressed and find more joy in their jobs, you just have to go and register for the webinar. Again, it's totally free, but to get your spot, go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team, because I'm going to help you create a strong team of nurses. So when you go to register, make sure you type the W's into the URL or else you'll probably get an error page or something. My website's kind of weird right now. So go to www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team. 
All right, so lots of fun stuff going on this week. For Nurses Week, go to my Instagram page, participate in all the fun stuff going on there. If you're a nurse leader or educator, or you're trying to support a group of nurses, then go grab your spot for the webinar. All right, you guys, today, let's get into today's topic. I'm excited to talk to you about how to increase your brain power. Or more accurately, I should say, I'm going to help you use your brain more efficiently. I know a lot of times, like, when people have a baby, they say, like, oh, there's no manual for how to raise a child. Like, every kid is so different, it's hard to know how to raise a baby. There's no manual for that. And maybe you feel like that as a human in the world. You're like, there's no manual to figure out how to live a happy, fulfilling life. And while there isn't, right, there's no like step-by-step for every situation you're going to encounter, there are things you can do that are backed by psychology and like evidence-backed things you can do to live at a higher level and to use your brain in a way that's smart and efficient so you can create the experience you want. So as we talk about using your brain more effectively, it's not really like giving you more brain power, like just like if you were trying to use your day more effectively, like I can't give you more time in a day. I can't necessarily give you more brain power, but we can take the brain power you have, the energy that you have and use it more effectively to create what you want. And that's going to feel like you're using a lot less energy because you're going to be able to get more done and create the things that you want in your life. Okay. So what got me thinking about this was one day I was on a walk with my daughter and we go on lots of walks and she likes to hold the leash to our miniature Australian shepherd, Misty. So Misty is a miniature Aussie, right? So not very big, like 20 pounds, maybe her head comes up to my knees, not a very big dog. So it's perfect for my four-year-old and my two-year-old even to hold her leash because she's a very well-behaved dog. She doesn't tug too hard and they can feel like they're super important holding the leash, walking her around the block. So my daughter was walking Misty, and Misty kept kind of wandering into people's yards. And she was on a leash, but Evelyn would follow. It was like Misty was in charge. Misty was guiding Evelyn and pulling her into people's yards and into the grass and just kind of letting Misty do whatever she wanted. And so what I said to Evelyn was you're in charge. You need to pull the leash and direct her where she needs to go. And I realized that this is what we do with our brains. Often we let our brains just run on default. We let them wander and we just follow whatever our brain is telling us. Whatever thoughts come into our mind, we're like, oh, that sounds good. I'll just go with that, right? It's like my daughter getting pulled into people's yards. But what I want you to know is you are in charge of your brain. That's really the power you have over your brain. When we're talking about brain power, it's that you have the ability to choose what you think. You're in charge. Your thoughts are optional. And so you get to think what you want. And your thoughts are what generate your emotions. So create your feelings. And that's going to determine how you show up in the world, what emotions and what energy is fueling you. It's going to determine your actions. So we need to take that power back over our brains and not just let our brains guide us. 
We need to guide them. So that's what I'm going to help you do today. Now, sometimes it's awesome that our brains can just run on default and it doesn't create problems for us. We have tons of thoughts every single day. And if we were constantly trying to direct our brain, it would get really tedious and exhausting. So it's awesome that we don't need to do that, right? It's like our dog, Misty, we can take her off the leash and she'll stay with us a lot of times. Like we'll go on a walk and have her off leash and it's not a problem. She'll stay right where she needs to go. And our brain does that sometimes too. This is a very convenient thing. It saves us a lot of energy to not have to constantly think through every single thing we do in our lives. Like when I get out of the shower, I'm really glad that my brain just goes on default and I grab the towel and dry off in my particular order that I do and it's all good, right? Like I don't have to think, extend your arm, pick up towel, dry off your feet, like dry off your hair or like whatever. I don't have to go through all of those steps and think through it in my mind. My brain just runs on default and it does its thing and it works out beautifully. Or every conversation I have, I don't have to supervise my brain. Like I can chat with my neighbors or my friends or my patients and have pleasant conversations with them. And I leave the conversation thinking that person's really nice. They're so kind. That was so sweet of them to say. I really love that about them. They're so great. Or I'm so glad that we have that in common. That's so interesting, right? So my brain just naturally offers me these different ways of thinking about the other person or about myself or about our interaction. And it's beautiful. I feel positive emotions. It's not creating disconnect in my relationships. It's actually helping me grow close to them. And I didn't have to tell my brain to think those things. It just naturally did it, even though it was just on default, right? It's my dog just walking where it's supposed to, staying on the sidewalk, staying right with us. Beautiful. Another situation where I don't have to supervise my brain is when I do things well. When I graduated from nursing school, I naturally thought to myself, I'm so proud. I worked really hard for this. This is so exciting. And so again, it's like, I don't need to tell my brain to do that. It just naturally offered that to me. And that's great. So many times in our lives, I want you to see that we can let our brain just run on default. And it's a beautiful thing. Saves us a ton of energy, doesn't create any problems in our life, creates beautiful things in our life, and it's awesome. But the thing is, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes we want to take the power back over our brain. We want to be the owner of our brain. We want to be the boss of it. We want to direct it where it needs to go. Sometimes we need to tug on the leash so that it comes with us, comes in the direction we want to be going. So let me give you some examples of this so you can kind of see that your thoughts are optional. And I want you guys to take that power back. Sometimes I know you might hear me say on the podcast or in my Make Your Monday emails that I send out every week. Like sometimes I'll say like, my brain says this. Like my brain just naturally thinks it's really scary for people to judge me. But if I supervise my brain, if I direct it where it needs to go, then I can choose to think something differently. So I just want you to take that ownership, like not just my brain 
always thinks this way, and so that's what I have to believe and I have to do. But my brain thinks this way, but I'm in charge of my brain. So I'm going to redirect it and be intentional about it. Okay, so let me give you some examples of this. So like for this week with my podcast episode, I put a podcast episode out every Wednesday, right? And this week, my brain was offering me the thought, I don't know what to do this episode on. Okay, so that might be something where your brain offers you that kind of stuff all the time. Like, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know how to help my patient. I don't know what to do about my child. I don't know how to find someone to date, right? But what I realized is just because my brain offers me this thought, I don't know what to do the podcast episode on, that doesn't mean I have to keep thinking that thought. Because anytime we think the words, I don't know, it gives our brain permission to shut down, right? Like that's a conversation ender. It's a brain ender, right? Like when your brain thinks, I don't know, it's like, oh, end of discussion. I don't need to keep trying. So if your brain offers, I don't know to you, then you get to decide, do I want to keep thinking I don't know? Or do I want to think something else instead? So with the podcast episode, I caught my brain saying, I don't know what to do the episode on. It was like, okay, that's not a very useful thought. I'm going to pull the leash and I'm going to choose to think instead. I wonder what I'm going to do this week's podcast episode on. And that to me was much more useful. Because instead of having it end the conversation and my brain shutting off, it generated some curiosity. Like, I wonder what I'm going to do this week's podcast episode on. And so the thing is, when we wonder something, when we ask ourselves a question like that, our brain really wants to answer it. Our brains don't like open loops. Like, have you ever had someone start telling you a story like a friend be like, oh my gosh, you won't believe what happened. And then they're like, oh, never mind. I shouldn't tell you that. And they don't finish their story. It drives you crazy, right? So that's what happens in our brains. It wants the question answered when you say, I wonder what I'm going to do this week's podcast episode on. Then it's like, well, we better figure it out because I want an end to this story. I want it wrapped up in a nice, neat little package. So what happens then is my brain went to work being like, what should I do it on? What would be interesting? And it went looking for experiences and things in my life. And it thought about that thing with my daughter when she was taking Misty on a walk. So it answered the question for me. That was much more useful. And I chose to think that thought instead of thinking, I don't know. Okay, so try this out. Like when you are like, I don't know how I'm going to get all this done during my shift. I want you to recognize you don't have to keep thinking that thought. Instead, you could think a whole bunch of other things, millions of other things. The possibilities are endless of what you could think in that situation. You could choose to think, I wonder how I'm going to get it done. Or I'm committed to getting it done. Or you could just say, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to do the next thing on my list. What's the next most important thing to do right now? I'm going to go do that. So you get to decide what you think. You are the boss of your brain. You've got the power, the brain power. Okay, another situation where you might need to be the boss of your brain is when you have interactions with people and 
it's not one of those easy, pleasant interactions. So I mentioned I don't have to direct my brain when I have those nice conversations, when I have a chat with my neighbor or my patients or my coworkers, and I'm like, they're so lovely. That was so great. I love myself. I love them. Like when our brain naturally has those thoughts, we don't have to have an intentional model. That's what I call it. So when we do coaching in Bold Nurse Society, our first step is to identify the unintentional model or the default thought your brain is offering you. We want to get awareness over what that is. And then as we go through our steps of coaching, eventually what we work towards is the intentional model. What do I want to choose to think? What's going to be more useful to me in this situation? So when we have difficult interactions with people or or ones that just kind of rub us the wrong way and our brain naturally wants to offer us thoughts like, that person's a jerk or there's something wrong with me, probably not the most useful model, right? But that's what our brain does on default. We can be intentional about it. Okay, so let's say you have a coworker who's gossiping about you. Your unintentional model might be, they're really mean. They don't like me. There's something wrong with me. But that's just going to cause you to feel insecure. It's going to cause you to feel judgment about them, maybe some shame. You're going to withdraw. Maybe you're going to gossip about them. It's not going to create a useful situation for you. It's not going to cause you to show up as who you want to be. It's not going to help the relationships at all. It's just not very fun or useful to you, right? So let's be intentional about it. Tug the leash. Get your dog back on the sidewalk. So what do you want to think instead? What I like to do in these situations is decide intentionally, what do I want to think about this other person? Right? Like before my brain was so worried about what do they think about me? But that feels really scary when we make it about us, when we're trying to guess what other people are thinking and we're trying to control what they think and feel. That's really scary. So instead, I like to decide, what do I want to think about them? Maybe I just want to think they're struggling right now, right? Because my brain might have a hard time in that situation, jumping on board with the thought like, they're so nice and lovely. Like if they're gossiping about me, I might not be able to get on board with those thoughts. So instead, my intentional model could be, I bet they're really struggling, Or I wonder why that bothered them so much. I wonder what's going on with them. And I can just be curious about them. And then I also like to ask myself, what do I want to think about me? Like maybe they have some thoughts about me, but I don't need to worry about that, right? That's when it feels scary is when we try to figure out what they're thinking and control it. But what do I want to think about me? Do I want to think I did something wrong in this situation? Maybe, maybe I agree with whatever they said. I could be like, yeah, I was kind of rude in that situation, or I should have done this with a patient, or I could have handled that better. Like, maybe I do agree with them, but I can continue to be intentional about it and then decide, but what do I want to make that mean about me? What do I want to think about myself if I do think I made a mistake? Maybe I want to think, yeah, I'm not perfect, and... I'm going to do better next time. I love me anyway. I'm going to keep trying. I'm a good person who's imperfect. And that's okay, right? So we can decide what we think about them and what we think about ourselves. 
The other situation I mentioned where, you know, when we do things right, when we do a good job with something, usually it's easy for us to feel proud of ourselves. And our brain offers us some good thoughts that feel really nice, like you're so valuable and important and you did a good job. That's great. But the harder situation is when we make a mistake, when we mess something up, when we fail. So instead of taking what your brain offers you, which is probably not very nice, right? We, we tend to be really good at being mean to ourselves. So your brain might be offering you all this nonsense about how you're not valuable, how you're not good enough, how you're a failure, blah, blah, blah. Don't believe your brain. This is another thing I say all the time. Don't believe your brain. Just because your brain says something to you doesn't make it true. Okay, so sometimes if my brain's offering me, like, you're not good enough, you're not a good enough nurse, or you're not a good enough coach, then I'm just like, oh, there's my brain saying that again. But I don't need to believe it. I can just be like, oh, yeah, my brain likes to tell me that sometimes. It freaks out a little bit every once in a while. It's okay. But also, you can decide, maybe I don't want to think that anymore. Because you're in charge. Your thoughts are optional. What do you want to think about yourself when you make mistakes? You don't have to go with the default option. Like I was saying before, if you have a coworker and you kind of agree you messed something up, like if I make a mistake, like let's say I make a med error, then I want to think I could do better or I'm disappointed that that happened. I don't have to tell myself I did it perfectly because I want to own that I made a mistake, right? But then what do I want to think about myself? So I might think, I'm really proud of myself for owning this error because it was scary to tell my manager or to write a, a incident report saying that I did something wrong. That was really scary. And I'm so proud of myself for doing it. And whatever consequences come up, I'm going to take care of myself through them. I'm going to love myself. I'm going to be compassionate with myself. And I'm going to learn from it too. Right? So we get to decide what we think all the time. You've got a whole bunch of brain power. And you might not be using it. You might be letting your brain call the shots and make the decisions and just offer you whatever it wants to. And the thing is, our brains, though they have good intentions, they are programmed for our survival. So it thinks the things it's offering to you are really important to keep you alive. That's not the case usually, right? Usually it's our brain just offering us some fear and worry and anxiety and all of that because it thinks there's danger, but really there isn't. So we don't have to be mad at our brains, just like I'm not mad at my dog when she wants to go in people's yards. I'm like, I get it. There's some good, interesting smells in that yard, <laughs> or there's some open space, or there's something you think you need over there. But this is where I need you to go right now. And I'm in charge. So I'm going to get you back on track. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to own your brain power. I want you to realize that you're the boss of your brain. All right, my friends, happy Nurses Week. I hope you have a beautiful week. And don't forget to come over to Instagram and hang out with me and take advantage of all the fun stuff going on over there. 
So I'm going to help you solve your problems to make your jobs easier and to be happier in your jobs. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm creating a new video for you every single day, coaching you through those top nurse struggles. So come on over to Instagram at thriving nurse and find the posts. You can see which problems I've solved. Find ones that are interesting to you, things that you feel like you struggle with. And just let me know you want the video and I'll send it your way. They're totally free. So come take advantage of that. If you're a nurse leader or educator, or you're trying to support a group of nurses, then don't forget we have the three roadblocks to nurse happiness webinar coming up. And that's totally free. You just have to register at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team. Okay, so make sure you type www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash team, register for that webinar, and I'm going to help you overcome those roadblocks to nurse happiness so your team can thrive, so they can feel less stressed out, and they can know how to manage their stress and feel happier and more joy in their jobs because I know that's what you want for them. All right, have a beautiful week. Happy Nurses Week, and I'll talk to you later. Take care.